Happy Memorial Day, friends. I'm Jen, and I'm glad we're here at the wall together. Here we seek encouragement from God's Word and one another. God's Word is a deep well that never runs dry, and I pray you can come away from each episode filled up. For the month of May, we've been discussing what it means to delight in God and His Word. We have a God who covers us with His steadfast love and calls us His own. I hope that you can take comfort in knowing that it is His delight to do so. I know in a world filled with so many distractions and disappointments, we can feel lost, hurt, confused, and angry. But today I want to remind you that when we give all of our feelings to God, acknowledging He is in control and trusting in Him to care for our every need, we can delight in His abundant peace. Last night, I was laying in my backyard in my hammock, enjoying the sounds of the birds as I read a book about one of my favorite topics, home. I was filled with joy over the peace I was experiencing in that moment. I know that this time during quarantine has not been easy for a lot of people, so I have a hard time saying that I've really enjoyed this time without experiencing a little bit of guilt. I want you to think about what makes you feel at peace Or maybe remember a moment when you have felt most at peace. Lately, it could just be driving around in your car alone, distraction-free. Or maybe it's sipping an ice-cold drink on a hot summer's day while reading a good book. While I was laying on my hammock, I realized I felt peace in being fully present, with no obligations looming over my head and no worries or fears for the future. So how do we experience peace when things aren't as we would choose, when our lives seem to be turned upside down? Psalm 3711 says, But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. Think of this as a plentiful amount of peace. I'm sure you do not always feel at peace. I know I don't. So how do we continually delight in peace, no matter our circumstances? Do you remember the plate I told you about hanging in my kitchen in the first episode of the series? The one that says delight? I told you I bought it during a discouraging stage of life. A lot of my struggle during that time came from the fact that my husband was experiencing a lot of discouragement. During that time, A mentor reminded him to delight himself in the Lord. This discouraging period lasted for a couple of years, and it became a discipline for us to delight ourselves in the Lord and to continually remind each other to do so. I had to stop questioning God and learn to trust that He knew what was best for us. And while many days felt like an uphill battle, I felt a sense of peace growing in me as my trust grew in the Lord. We talked a couple weeks ago about how David is instructing us in Psalm 37 to not worry or fret over what the world is promoting. Contrary, David proposes meekness. I used to think of a quiet, weak person when I heard the word meek, but it actually describes one with a humble heart, someone who acknowledges she is not in control but rather trust in a sovereign God who is. 
Jesus speaks these same words in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Meekness is an understanding of our position before God. In meekness, we acknowledge the awesome grace lavished upon us in our sinful, unworthy state. Through His mercy, we are made worthy. Our soul is at peace because we are free from striving, because there was nothing that we could ever do to earn God's favor. And there is peace when we fully trust and let go of our control to Him. I definitely wanted to control our circumstances during our time of discouragement. And I have to be honest and say that it worked for a little while, but it eventually became a heavy burden and it affected my entire body. I found myself seeking relief from a massage therapist and a chiropractor, and my emotions were all over the place. A turning point came when I read a book by Annie F. Downs called Remember God. It was the reminder I needed that even when life doesn't look like how we would imagine it to be, God is still working and moving. He is still the same God who led the Israelites out of captivity and provided manna in the wilderness. And he is still the same God in my circumstances and worthy of my delight. I love Philippians 4. 4-7, through and the way Paul walks us through the path to experiencing God's peace. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. When I looked up the meaning of rejoice, it said, To feel or show great joy or delight. And here it seems, Paul is telling us to delight in the Lord, to choose to rejoice. Delighting in God is a choice. It is a developed obedience. Paul goes on to say, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. Reasonableness is being of wise restraint, fair, one of sound judgment. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. This is just like David telling us not to worry or fret. We acknowledge that God is in control, and so we give him our worries, our fears, and our requests. And then here it is in verse 7. And the peace of God, his abundant, plentiful peace, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. During our discouraging season, I had to learn to delight in God when I didn't always feel like it, when I was more interested in questioning Him, but He continually drew me closer. I studied His Word and thought about it day and night as I had to continually remind myself of His goodness. I was able to see His faithfulness in my life. And then about seven months ago, Life slammed a door completely shut and left us bruised on the other side. I found myself in the lowest of lows in a dark pit. But I had a peace that was completely beyond my understanding. I knew to cry out to God and God alone. As a matter of fact, my husband and I felt completely alone. But that is where we felt completely held 
by the God who guarded our hearts and our minds. We could look back and see our time of sowing and the growth that occurred, the fruit that God had cultivated in our hearts. We were so broken, but we knew God saw the bigger picture and that he could be trusted. When I would journal and cry out to him, laying my feelings at his feet, he would take my shame, my hurt, and my anger and turn it into praise. He turned my thoughts to him, to the one who is always praiseworthy. And he allowed me to delight in his abundant peace. As I was laying in the hammock last night, my family gathered in the backyard together around a fire and I sat there thinking about how much our life has changed in this last seven months. I was delighting in the Lord and how he truly sees us. He delights in us and he goes before us. I experience so much joy knowing that he desires my heart and is so kind to hold my hand and walk me up all of the hills and through all of the valleys of life. God's abundant peace is always available and it is plentiful. Just as it was there in my darkest pit, as well as on this mountaintop of my backyard in my hammock. And I think once we have learned to delight in the peace in our darkest night, we learn to trust God. We learn to trust that he is in control. And it's that much easier to choose to rejoice in the Lord always. What are you holding on to that you need to let go of? What circumstances are you trying to control where you need to simply trust God? As one who has experienced God's peace through crying out to him and trusting that he cares for me best, let me tell you that it came through a daily choice to walk with him and to fill my mind with the truth of his word, to simply delight in who he is. So my prayer for you today, dear friends, is from Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Dear sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. God, I ask you to remind them that you delight in them. Remind them of what they have learned and received and heard and seen through your word. Remind them of the gospel truths, that they are loved beyond measure. And I pray that they would practice these things, walk them out in their everyday lives, and fully know and trust that you are a God of peace and you are always with them. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me during this series. I hope that you've been encouraged. For me, it's been so good to refocus my mind and my heart to delight in the Lord, to find my greatest joy in Him. And as the world starts to shift again and things start to open back up, make sure to take some time to reflect on those things that have been so good for you, on the things that you want to take forward into your new normal, as they call it, and the things you may need to leave behind. If I'm honest, I'm not ready for things to go back to the way they were. I'm not ready 
to rush back into a busy pace of life. I very much needed life to slow down. And I have loved this time with my family. So I realize I need to be intentional with the time that I have as I move forward. I want to be a better listener. I want to hear what God is saying and to pay attention to how he is moving so that I can delight in him. I'm looking forward to completely unplugging for the month of June, to practice being intentional with my family. I am so looking forward to celebrating a 15th wedding anniversary with my husband, a 12th birthday with my daughter, and a secluded getaway as a family to hike, kayak, and explore nature. I don't want to take this time for granted. I want to live a life that rejoices always and always in the Lord. Rejoicing in Him and realizing that He is in control. And in Him, I can have abundant peace. Have a great summer, friends. And I look forward to when we are back here at the well together.